0: In today's readings time is an important element in both the first reading and the gospel there are clear distinctions in the before and after encounters with christ we see the distinct before and after experiences in the story of saul's understanding that jesus is the messiah and the fulfillment of the scriptures luke the writer of acts describes him as still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord. He was on a mission to find anyone who belonged to the way, both men and women. Luke introduces Saul earlier in the book of Acts as approving the stoning of the first known Christian martyr Stephen in Jerusalem while he was holding their coats while they did it. And Luke reports that he was part of a larger persecution of the new church. Entering house after house, he committed women and men to prison. So clearly Saul was a suppressor of believers in Christ. Saul's encounter with Jesus in both word and blinding light, his encounter with Ananias as he lays hands on him to restore his sight, The testimonies of the disciples of Damascus and Saul's baptism with the gift of the Holy Spirit stirs up power upon power that transformed the persecuting Saul into the proselytizing Paul. Clearly, God used his might to orchestrate this metamorphosis. Because to spread the gospel to the Gentiles, God needed the energy and drive and intellect of a man like Saul of Tarsus. And the life of this Roman Jew took a complete 180 degree pivot. In this passage of scripture, we are witnesses to the time before and the time after Saul's encounter with Christ. Saul now has equal zeal in his proclamation that Jesus is the Son of God. Heretofore, his zeal was in pursuing and imprisoning Christ's followers. Saul, once the pious pursuer of apostasy, becomes a new creature. As Jesus' apostle, he uses his Roman name, Paul, to be the pursuer of faith in Christ Jesus to the world. Jesus inserts himself into the life of Saul, who with fervor for the Son of God never looks back. In John's Gospel, we are in the time of the resurrected Jesus on earth. And don't you love it? Peter decides to go home and to go fishing. No longer in Jerusalem, he and six other disciples are back home fishing in the Sea of Galilee, called Tiberius in this passage. And notice Peter is referred to by his old name, Simon Peter. Here we have Simon Peter and the rest going back home, after Jesus twice appeared to them in Jerusalem. Thomas, who had to be convinced that he really saw the risen Lord, is also present. One can imagine these disciples of Jesus were overcome with the events surrounding Jesus' death, or perhaps they were fearful of staying in Jerusalem. We don't know, but we do know they returned to their previous work before their call by God to follow Jesus. And their effort to go back to their life before Jesus is suggestive of an earlier fishing excursion before Jesus called them to become fishers of men. Their nets are empty. That is, until Jesus once again intercedes in their lives, yet again with another miracle of abundance in their life. Not only do they catch many fish, but big fish. And like before, their nets remain intact. Unlike Saul, we aren't told of an embrace of Jesus' resurrection by the disciples or a pro- profound questioning of what's next for us. They did not have disciples to consult in Damascus because they were the disciples. Living near to the resurrection, they had the presence of the living Jesus to guide them and encourage the community to spread his teachings. Jesus, ever the one to engage in useful ways of showing God's love, is on the beach cooking breakfast for the men, broiling fish, and he has loaves of bread, reminding us that God is a giver of all good gifts, the giver and sustainer of life. Lovingly and with the intimacy of sharing a meal, Jesus intercedes once more in their lives, and they are reminded and supported in their call as his disciples and now apostles, their true work chosen for them by God. After the meal, Jesus pushes the moment and lays three questions on Simon Peter, son of John, each time asking him, do you love me more than these, Meaning the disciples with him. Peter answers three times, yes, I love you. You know that because you know everything. Jesus answers back three times in various ways, feed and tend my flock. The good shepherd lays his life down for his sheep. Peter is now able to do that. Witnessing the sacrifice that the Son of God made for him, Peter now understands what love is and what love does. He is now able to do that which he boasted of earlier, but did not fully comprehend. We are witnesses to Peter's love for Jesus and the Redeemer's love for Peter, the rock. In this moment, Peter is commissioned to feed, tend, and love his followers. Although already forgiven by Jesus, Peter's life in Christ is now renewed. He is freed of the sorrow of his denial of Jesus. Peter understands what the love of God through Christ Jesus means, and to the extent that love goes. So, like Peter and Paul, there's no turning back to the life before Christ inserted himself into our lives. Once the knowledge and love of God touches our hearts, life is a before and an after. Life in Christ takes on a dimension of abundance not noticed before or realized. God inserts himself into our lives, creating an abundance of life and opportunities that we cannot create on our own, much like a fishing net teeming with big, fat fish. And I see this happening when people at Trinity share time together. I love hearing the I-wonders that explore ideas about sharing our faith with the larger community that bring people to Christ or bring people back to Christ. I love hearing that Trinitarians are working to show the world that Christ loves them through outreach and by efforts with other organizations to assist unemployed people or to assist children that need support. These are valuable and tangible ways that Jesus can inject himself into the lives of other people. And maybe your effort in Christ's love will create a before and after experience for someone who's looking for that epiphany. And maybe that effort will be a wonderful and soul feeding for you in that before and after experience.